to the Joy for Miles podcast, where we are all about inspiring others to enjoy life one mile at a time. This is Laura, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Laura. Hello, everybody. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Jackie, we have a lot to cover. But first, we have some some bad news that I'm not looking forward to sharing, but uh, that we are going to go ahead and, and say here at the start of the show, um, Jackie, do you have the words? Because I, I, don't, I don't quite. All right. Um, so some of you have been inquiring or asking, um, you know, via social media or comments um, where Rob has been. And as you've noticed, he, he hasn't been around for quite a while here on the podcast. So at this point, um, Rob is just probably not at a point in his life where he can fit in joyful miles. It's hard. He has small children and Laura and I, we both know how hectic life was at that stage of our life. And so you'll probably just be hearing me and Laura and we definitely want to include some guest co-hosts as we progress into the future. And Rob, obviously you're always welcome back to join us for an episode or fill in or catch up with everyone. And we, I'm so grateful for everything that Rob has brought to Joyful Miles. We have some of the funniest memories. I just think sometimes back to that, that 10K, those Elvis costumes. Or we will always have peed on pants. We will always <laughs> have peed on pants. Yeah, we, Rob caused us to pee our pants. So, I mean, I, I really, really hope Rob joins us for races and, you know, is a part of the Joyful Miles community, maybe, um, you know, with the Facebook group and stuff. But when it comes to, you know, podcast weekly, it's just not the right time. So for him, and we understand that and we are going to miss you. And um, I think it's time to carry on. Yeah, this was hard for us to do. Um, we did several takes. So so yeah, uh, uh, ditto to everything Jackie said. And yeah, we're going to miss you, Rob, but totally, totally understand. So let's just take a breath and move into our show. Uh, we're going to actually skip Joyful Smiles this week because the entire second half is going to be nothing but one big Joyful Smile. Uh, but first, we are going to talk about some races we've done recently. Jackie, I cannot wait to hear all about the Christmas Story 10K you did in Cleveland because your video recap was awesome and you had some other joyful milers there and it was just, it looked like the funnest race ever. It is such a fun race and, you know, we're huge Disney Disney fans. To me, I think this is my favorite non-Disney race because it, it has such like a, the same kind of feel. There's such a huge theme. Um, if you're familiar with the movie, The Christmas Story, I ran with Steven who had never seen the movie. So I'm like trying to explain what things are like fragile, um, and, and things like that. He didn't wait, 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 wait. Uh, he's never seen the movie. He's never seen the movie. Okay. Like, oh. Steven, Steven, your homework for this weekend is to watch the movie. I know. Right. So the, the movie was actually filmed in Cleveland. The family home is located right outside of the downtown. So for the 10K, Actually, it's a 5K and a 10K. So for the 5K, you run from downtown um, where the store in the movie, um, remember when he goes to see Santa and in the beginning, they're outside. That's in downtown Cleveland. Um, the store was called Higby's back then. So you start there and you actually run to the house and that's a 5K. And then if you're doing the 10K, you run right back to where you started. But um, so, the, and the 
somebody bought the house where the movie was filmed and totally remodeled it to look exactly like the movie. Like they painted the same colors, the living room, every room in the house looks just like the movie. So it's super cool. And you can go through and do a tour. And then they have like a museum across the street where you can see like outfits that they wore or Polaroids of like neighbors had taken of them filming it. And it's really, really cool. Like even if you don't do the race and you go to Cleveland, definitely check that out. Um, but the race was so fun. So many costumes. The costumes were fantastic. I can't even believe so many pink bunnies. Remember when Ralphie has the pink fuzzy pajamas at the end? Oh, um, it's pink, of course. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, you have to go. And our friend, um, Tim Patton. He looked so cute. Oh my that God. photo, sorry to interrupt, but that photo, um, I actually have, I have to mute a lot because we have a contractor here, so H is going crazy, so I have to keep this mute. So if I can talk, I got to do it quick. But that um, part in the your video recap where like all the pink bunnies were getting the picture by the Cleveland sign, it was so cute. Oh, oh my, my gosh, so cute. And he is a police sergeant for downtown Cleveland. So he was like, he let us park near his work. And so we had to walk, like go up the police elevator through the station and all the like officers that he was running into, they all know him. So they're dying to see him. Just picture, you know, this dressed as this pink fuzzy buddy. And he was such a good sport about it. It was funny. But I did notice through the course, like so many people were like stripping down their, their pink gum because it was, it was cold. But as you're running that those are warm jammies. I need to get a pair of those, but they're like, you could just tell people were sweating big time um but it, it's so fun the medals are so pretty you get the same medal if you're doing the 5k or 10k so um my mom who's you know a grandma and not like she's an older grandma no offense mom I love you but she did the 5k so she was so proud of that she's been doing Weight Watchers and she lost some weight she's like I want to do it I'm feeling good so she did that with my little guy awesome yeah my eight-year-old and it was so cute because as I did the 10k and came back I actually passed them so there's a picture of me on the the recap where I'm giving my son a kiss like that was as we were passing each other on the course so it was so cute to get to see them and um we did a joyful mile like meetup ahead of time so we did like a group photo near the big Christmas tree and they had a huge inflatable um, Ralphie bunny. I mean, the thing had to be like 20, 20 feet high, I think. I don't know. It was huge. Like, it looked like a um, a float you'd see in the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, that sucker and was huge. It was so cute. And then, like, while you're starting, they have the movie playing. And then at the finish line, they have a huge screen with the movie playing. And they serve Ovaltine yeah. at the finish. So I thought that was great. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. You know, what was really what I love about this race is there's somewhere to wait, even though we were all outside, there's somewhere to wait inside before the race starts. Um, and, you know, if I do this again next year, we'll meet everybody indoors because we were kind of chilly by the time the race started. But um, you can wait inside. That's called Tower City. It's kind of like a mall. And, you know, then go outside as you get closer to race time because it's hard when you're standing out there for so long in the cold weather. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything. And, oh, really quick, the views. You run over this bridge, and you have the beautiful skyline view of Cleveland. And I don't know about you guys. I don't know. I'm from Buffalo, and people, like, see Buffalo, and they're always like, oh, Buffalo. It doesn't sound exciting. And I think you kind of get the same vibe with Cleveland. But it's such a beautiful city. It, it just – there's so much to do. They have the signs. Like, we were driving around getting pictures with the Cleveland sign. You have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you're right on the lake, Lake Erie, and then you also have a river. So there's a beautiful waterfront tons of restaurants um so definitely check it out 
I, really I, I want to do, and, and babe, I'm from Baltimore, so I know about the whole story <laughs> about appreciating the beauty in, in areas that others don't see the same. Yeah. But I, you felt the same way in Pittsburgh, too. Yes. It's like the same feeling. You're like, wow, this is such a beautiful city. Like, it just... I love, I was shocked at how much I loved Pittsburgh. That's a topic we really have to, to hit before yeah. I lose my memory, but I was just surprised at how, how gorgeous and wonderful it was. Nothing like I expected. Yeah. I know. So. And I, I do hear that a lot of people who come visit here. So when you, when you're looking into doing runs, I guess, you know, we always hear the big ones. You get Chicago and you got New York and, but there's some really good hidden gems out there. So I highly, highly recommend the Christmas Story Run. Right now, if you register, it's $35. Wow. Yeah, and you get admission to the house, and that's $15. So right that's there. That's awesome. Yeah, and we got shirts. We got long-sleeve cotton shirts, but they're cute. They're not bad. I actually wore mine the other day again. Um, and then, like, you know, a lot of these smaller races, you don't get a lot of swag. Like, they gave us a chapstick, which, okay, I'll take a chapstick, hand sanitizer, and a light bulb. We always get what? A you had me at hand yeah. sanitizer. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not surprised. A little Miss germaphobe. My ears perked up from that big time. That, that sounds like I really would like to do this race one time. It's kind of hard to get away at that time of year for me, but that would really be lovely. So I'm glad you it's guys. It's a fun weekend. I think yeah. next year I want to stay for two nights. It's a three-hour drive for me, but. Um, it was, we love, we stay at the double tree. The kids get to swim. There's a hot tub. So I'm happy. And, um, it's really good. It's great. So I did a, a race over the weekend as well. And one thing I loved about watching your video recap is how everybody was in costume. It was probably a rarity for someone to not be in costume. For me, it was a, a little different. <laughs> <laughs> so I did my very first, uh, girls of the run, uh, 5k, I have always heard such good, great things about the organization. I have total admiration. It is a lovely, lovely program that really encourages girls to be active. And um, I was asked by uh, my nephew if I would run uh, with my great niece. Yes, I have a great niece. My husband has like nine brothers and sisters. So I have great nieces and nephews that are older than I am. Big family. His uh, folks did not have TV back then. Um, but anyway, uh, so I got to run with my great niece. And, you know, Jackie, when you and I plan for a race, it's not like, will we run in costume? It's what costume will we wear? We never question it. So, of course, I'm laying out my team sparkle skirt and Santa hat and all the colors. And when we were driving up to the race, I looked at Bob and I was like, I, I wonder what the people are going to wear costumes too. And nope. I am walking through all these young girls. I am the only one in costume. Oh, yeah. And I found my uh, great niece and the poor girl, her eyes like widened when she first saw me. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassing her. No. <laughs> she, was to she was totally cool. It was just an cool. initial You shock. know, they may not say it, but you know, there are some young girls that are like, I want to be like her. You Absolutely. Know you know, and the next race they do, guess what? They're going to wear a Santa hat. I rocked my Santa hat. I was quite proud. Although I did make an amateur mistake. I did not pin down the little, you know, fold over dookie part. So I had to run to where the bibs were and get a couple of safety pins for, uh, to pin that down. And I also, it was like, I never ran a race before. I forgot my garment. I almost forgot my bib for heaven's sakes. You know, I have no idea, but, um, it was, a, it was great. It was local. I thought it was in a different town, but it wasn't long story. But anyway, um, it was just really, really lovely. It was my uh, great niece's first 
5k purse really long run like that so um you know my my niece was concerned if she'd be okay but you know what we made a game of doing intervals like there was a lot of uh, cones on the ground it was very well marked and i'd be like okay we're going to run to this cone and then walk and then we see another one and then we would start running so we kind of made a game of doing intervals between cones and jackie we did the same thing that you and i have done very many times during long races or marathons we would ask questions of each other and we had them all holiday themed to be like you know what is your favorite christmas cookie what is your favorite holiday movie and that really just kind of kept her energized throughout the whole race so it was a great experience i'm so glad to be a part of her first run she got a really cute medal i made sure that she stopped for mile markers for selfies so Girl, I like the comment you left on my page. I did teach her right. <laughs> you did. I mean, think about it. Like, I think about my first 5K. I really thought I was going to die. Of course, I was much older. But, like, it wasn't fun. I think for me, more than anything, I thought I was going to die. I was just like, get me through this. So, like, I think it's so cool she's getting to learn how to run, not only run and run races. And we'll see where it takes her. But, like, you can have fun with it as well. You know, it's not this scary intimidating thing it's it can be very fun so she's lucky she had you to run yeah it was fun and then afterwards um my nephew my niece great niece two great nieces and bob we all went out to breakfast at ihop and she got this huge chocolate hot chocolate with mint in it i mean it was like a soup trough that came out so (laughs) you know i also taught her that you have to have your reward afterwards so nice very very fun time but getting into the meat of today's chat we're going to bring back those same questions that Elizabeth and I asked each other during the race. And we're going to have a fun Christmas tag. As you know me, girl, I I love a good tag where we answer questions. So I I went, um, I went online and I tried to find some good ones and I kind of cherry picked the questions that I did like and the ones I wanted to answer. And I crossed off the ones that I didn't like, like, have you been naughty or nice? We're not going to say if we've been naughty because Santa might be listening to this. <laughs> and well done, of course we have, but. <laughs> although, although Jackie, Jackie was, <laughs> Jackie was naughty lately. <laughs> in trouble. You got to love right. when you get muted on a Facebook group for a couple days. I'm not, you know, I was just trying to help a friend, but. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. It wasn't our Facebook group. Let's no. That. No. <laughs> Jackie got a spanking. Jackie got a spanking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, really? It's not funny. It's just funny. It's not even <laughs> the first time. I, I'm surprised I'm in it. I'm so surprised I'm in that group still. So. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm sorry. Sorry. It just cracks me up. All right. I, I'll, I'll move on. I'll move on. All right. <laughs> And Laura's losing control. All right. So let's get to the first question of the tag. Jackie, number one, when do you start decorating for the holidays? All right. So we usually start this year. We're so flaky and I I feel so weird about it. It's coming up so quick. And we usually have the before Thanksgiving, right before. Because I recall most Thanksgiving dinners, we do have the tree up and the lights on outside this year. Not at all. So. I'm already breaking traditions. What about you? Well, when my kids are in you know, high school or they lived at home, it was right after Thanksgiving, man, Friday. We didn't go Black Friday shopping. I decorate all weekend. But when they went into college and our time with them was so limited when they came home for the holidays that I waited until they went back to school. So that had been 
that, that is the norm. Like, you know, both uh, Brock and Cooper were here for Thanksgiving. So I didn't do anything until, until that Monday when they were, we were back in school and, and back at Cooper's home in Delaware. So next question for you, Jackie, live or artificial tree? This one hurts my heart. It really does. <laughs> I, we've always had live and I was always so proud of it. But I don't know, maybe we're just getting old, but like three years ago, what, what happens is by the time Christmas, because we decorate so early, by the time Christmas comes, the tree is so ugly and shriveled and the ornaments would be just <laughs> dropping because it's like literally like you could snap it in half. And um, probably like three years ago on Black Friday, we went and bought an artificial. So now we are an artificial family, but I'm happy because my ornaments are safe for this way. Yeah. Plus you have a cat now too and needles all over the place. Yeah. I, I have no choice cause I am uh, allergic to pine trees. And when Bob and I first met and I told him this, he was all disappointed because you know, it's not a Christmas without a Christmas tree. And we went to this party and they had a live tree and I was like, well, maybe I outgrew it cause it's been a long time. And my hands swelled up like balloons, my throat's closed. And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> an artificial tree is good. But I honestly, I, I can't say that I regret that because you know me, I don't like a mess. So yeah. just pop that bad boy up and you're done. <laughs> All right, so Jackie, this is going to be a really hard question for us to answer because we love movies. So go ahead and do as many honorable mentions as you want. Uh, but what is your favorite holiday movie? And I did break this down. Classic, newish, and made for TV. Okay. Well, first of all, no made for TV for me. Unless you count, like, was Rudolph count? I don't know. I guess I wasn't at the theater. I don't know. That, I, think I am not a Hallmark so. girl. I, I tried last year because all my coworkers were like, Hallmark. And I was like, are you joking with this movie? This is ridiculous. Sorry, they are I'm so not. cheesy. And Bob <laughs> and I like scream at the TV when the guy's like, I love you. After only knowing a woman for like, you know, five <laughs> so days. Bad. But they're, they're soothing and campy. And no, I can't. I no, I can't do it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, we actually discussed this um, recently. I think my favorite favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. I, to me, that's my favorite. Um, but very close, Home Alone. We're really big at Home Alone here in this house. And A Christmas Story. To me, that's just my childhood. Um, it's funny because my kids are like, I can't relate to that movie. And I think because the times were so different. It, you know, my dad was kind of scary like the dad in that movie. So I, I relate to that a lot. Um, so Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, A Christmas Story, and non-traditional, I guess, is Gremlins and Die Hard. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. Um, Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> we had that the other night. And then um, when it comes to, like, cartoons, I do love, I love Rudolph, even though there is the scandal going on with Rudolph, you know, this year. Have you heard? I have not heard. I guess like some people are banning it because of the what? bullying, because of the bullying. But you know, I will say this: when my son, when I had a little boy watching it at two and three, I was like, Santa's so mean in Rudolph. He really was. He is. He's like uses him just because he can like provide something for him, and like they wanted him to cover, you know, but not to the extent of banning. I just told my son Santa was mean back then. Um, <laughs> So anyways, I do, I do love Rudolph and Frosty, but I think that's more from my kids. They watched it so much. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So that's me. I don't really like the old, old school ones. So yeah. the 80s. <laughs> what about you? 
this is hard. This is hard. I, I'm all for Hallmark. Sappier the better, even though they just totally annoy me sometimes. Um, but my favorite made for TV is the 12 Dates of Christmas. I want you to watch this. It's on Netflix if you have it. I think, no, actually it's on Hulu. It's okay. actually really cute. I love it. I think I've watched it like three times already this year because I put it on when I'm like decorating so I don't have to literally watch, watch. I love that. Newish, it's got to be Elf. That's, although I, I, I think forgot about Elf. I forgot about Elf. I, it's just, it's perfection. I love that movie so much. And I really would love to see the musical one day. That would be pretty fantastic. We're going to get to that later. Um, but classic has got to be Muppets Christmas Carol. That's, I talked about that in our last show. That has such emotional meaning. My boys and I, we love the music. And it's actually, of all the Christmas carols I've seen, it's the most in keeping with the novel. Because I try to read that um, uh, Dickens novel at Christmas every year. And they even use actual lines from that. Like, you know, really? come in and know me better, man. You know, I love it. So, so yeah. I've never seen it. I, I've actually never really been a fan of the Christmas Carol. Like, the whole past, future, and all that. I don't know why. Like, I remember in school, they wanted us to read it. I think I used the cliff notes. It's not a long book. I think it would be considered a novella in today's publishing oh, terms. But it's, yeah. it's just lovely, and, and I, I love it. Although, a Chris, uh, not a Christmas story, sorry. Um, Christmas Vacation, whenever, we went camping a lot when our, our kids were young. And every time, Bob went to clean out that sewer. <laughs> Oh yeah, he had to use that line. The shitter's full. Can we say it? The shitter's full. <laughs> Jeremy well, and I just got um, matching shirts, and the one's like, um, "Why is the carpet all wet, Todd?" And then his says, "I don't know, Margo." <laughs> that is a great movie. Oh, she is so good, Julia. Is it Louise Dreyfus in that movie is hilarious. I love She's that. awesome. She's awesome. There's all so right. many good ones. I forgot about Elf. Now I feel bad. Ah, uh, there's so many more that I want to list, but I had, to, I had to top it because I have a very long answer for a question that's coming up. So I really need to zip uh -oh. it. Uh, I know. Uh oh. Um, so here's a hard one too. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Um, okay. I, 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 what is it called? My favorite. I have two. I'm sorry. One is 80s it's the band-aid one where they all sing they're like oh my god i have to say this. You know what i thought of the other day remember when we did broad street and after the race we all had cocktails with chris and a bunch of our friends and then afterwards we were annoying rob by trying to reenact all the parts of it was we are the world we are the world remember that we should do band-aid we should oh have my gosh in a line like, Maybe we like videotaped it, but I don't know what happened to the video. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. We were Tracy Pearson, I have to find this video. Years ago, I wanted everyone to do a challenge, and her family, our friend Tracy's from London, and she's crazy. And her whole fa her family, her husband, her, and her two daughters all sang different lines, like "It's Christmas time, there's no need." Oh, to we totally need to do this. Yes, but it was so good. So I, I do love that song, and it's, the video is even better because there's so many hot '80s guys in the video. It's so like much hairspray, so much hairspray. Yes, I love it. Um, and my favorite, like, like makes me feel emotional is um, I'll be home for Christmas. And I, you know what, a coworker of mine years ago, she always said that her her dad was a she was she was a little older than me, but her dad was away at war at World War Two, I think. And he would play that song to his wife. And it was oh like, my oh, my God, now I cry. I think of the soldiers away. And 
you know, it's like if only in my dreams. It's so sad. But anyway, so those are my two. That's a a weepy one. I'm going to limit mine to three. Um, I love uh, the bare naked ladies version of God rest you married gentlemen. Yes. And her voice is so ethereal and gorgeous in this song. I love bare naked ladies. So I, 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 I love that. That's a good one. And also Elvis Presley, Blue Christmas. I have videotape. My, my father has a lovely singing voice, very elvish is, And I have a video of us somewhere. I need to find it where he's singing and we're doing backup. So that was hilarious. But my favorite is um, something from an artist you've never heard of, um, Jim Reeves. He had this awesome um, 12 Songs of Christmas CD that came out, I want to say the 60s. No, probably 50s. And he did um, Mary's uh, Boy Child that has actually been remade into the like reggae version. I can't remember who did it, but you know. Um, know huh? I'm trying to think if I know that song. Yeah. Long time ago in Bethlehem, so the ancient story goes, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, you know the reggae version. I know you've heard that one, but you've never heard uh, Jim Reeves' version. I think I messed up the lyrics, so my apologies to... They're going to have to find it on YouTube. And I will. I will. Post the link. Post the link somewhere. His voice is just so, just so silver smooth and gorgeous, and I grew up on it, um, just like I grew up with uh, Gene Autry and his original Christmas album. Anyway, yes, I'm old, folks. I grew up with New Kids on the Block. Let's ah! talk. It's Christmas time. We're going to celebrate it with a rhyme. Danny D, are you ready? Ready as a liver be steady. You know Joey Joe's ready, Jordan and John. Yeah, come on. We got a funky, funky Christmas going on. Does anyone else know that? I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. And H is giving you the eyeball like, what? I, I just, I get to Christmas music. Like you're talking about your dad and all this. And I start thinking of my dad and the Beach Boys Christmas album was always on in our house. Christmas music is so like. Who did? Did, did they do Run Run okay. Reindeer? I was just thinking about, you know, Run Run, run, run Reindeer. reindeer. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. It's the little Saint Nick. It's the little Saint Nick. Da, 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 da. No. So many good ones. Yeah. yeah and the Carpenters. And oh, there's so many. Oh, my goodness. I we know. can go on. We, well, right. we really should. With us singing them, that <laughs> would be fantastic. We would lose so many viewers. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Next question. Best present you've ever received. You, you know, you know. sent me this one ahead of time. And I really wish I had this like perfect present. I mean, the first thing to come to mind to this day is, you know, back in the eighties, we did not have a lot of money. Um, like really didn't. And I wanted a cabbage patch so bad. And they, oh, it was the years, they were no. so hard. They were so hard to get and somehow my uncle got like three and he gave one you know so I got my I got the cabbage patch the year of the cabbage patch and he even picked one out her name is Maddie Hildy because they all had their names I still have her and she had the blonde hair and the green eyes and like like me and so I, I really think that is so, was so memorable so memorable for me oh yeah, for you youngins that don't know, Cabbage Patch dolls were the thing. <laughs> they were like crazy. There's some really funny YouTube videos of people going nuts in stores. Oh they my gosh. How, how we got one, but uh, yeah. That's I was awesome. very lucky that year. What about you? 
Okay, so remember how I told you that one of my answers is going to take a while, and this is it. I will be very short with my next uh, questions here. Um, but I was raised on a farm with a lot of animals. Um, we had horses, dogs, deers, and a cow named Rosabelle who would let me lean against her reading books while she napped in the pasture. She was so awesome. Um, and we lived in an old farmhouse, and uh, at the top of the stairs, my mother had this um, framed print of an old Saturday evening post cover from 1921. That was uh, very in keeping with uh, Norman Rockwell's style. And in the print, Jackie, I sent it to you. Um, it's of a ragtag barefoot boy dressed in patched worn overalls that are rolled at the cuff. So you know that they were hand-me-downs. Um, and you, you can't see his face uh, because his back is towards you uh, with his face buried in the crook of his bent arm. But you know he's crying because his left arm is wrapped around the shoulder of an old St. Bernard that has a for sale hanging around his neck. So the, sad is, the cover is very sad and it, it really shows what life was like uh, during the depression. And as a little girl, sometimes I would sit at the top of our steps and I would just stare at this print and I would cry. And just cry for this little boy. And in a very odd way, it became a great sense of comfort for me. Um, because no matter how much I was teased or bullied, no matter how many times people called me fat girl, no matter how many times I'd never fit in, my life was a lot better than that little boy's. Um, I had a family. I had, I had a home. I, I had horses and a dog and an old cow named Miss Rosabelle. So I just always would just look at this photo, this print, whenever I, I got really sad and it just, it made me feel better. So, you know, years later, I, I relayed the story to Bob and I, I told him how, like, I didn't know what happened to that print. It just got lost somehow in the, the shuffle. So he went on a mission to find this print. So he was like Googling Norman Rockwell, um, searched everywhere online. He even called the Norman Rockwell Museum for help, uh, but no one had heard of this cover and he finally found out that the reason why is because it wasn't Norman Rockwell. It was um, a cover designer named Angus McDonnell. I'm sorry if I pronounce that wrong. M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-L, -L, I believe. Once he found that out, he was able to order the print and he paid a small fortune to have it custom framed. And Jackie, when I opened it, I just I lost it. Oh I, my God. I cried and I cried and I cried and I just, it's, it's, I am looking at it now. It's hanging in my office that I call oh Haven. And I just, sometimes I do just sit up and I look at that and I'm like, I'm so blessed. Um, yeah. So, How so that's, that's my favorite present story. And just, I don't know, but my it's Bob so is, is, he nails it. So yeah. anyway. That is so, oh, that's so a good story. Thank you. That's worth it. <laughs> so now I need to take a breath <laughs> and turn it over to you for a while. Uh, so Jackie, we did talk a little bit about cherished holiday traditions uh, in our show with Chris. Uh, but is there a holiday tradition that was started by your parents that you have either ditched or kept? It's funny because my family, like we, we didn't, we do things, but nothing's like, you know, super sentimental. I, I will say the one thing that um, my dad, my dad, he's passed away now. It's been five years. But one thing he did, I was always so excited. And I helped him every year was do the lights on the house. My dad I, was Clark Griswold before that movie came out. I mean, he would be out there for weeks putting lights. And, I mean, we had no money, but we had lights. And we, <laughs> it was like, that was his thing. 
he didn't touch the inside of the house at all, but we had, he would zigzag on the roof, just like the movie. Um, so, you know, when we got married, I was like, we are putting tons of lights. I don't, I don't care what, I don't, if they're going to be on there and our house, even now we have tons of lights out front. We have the blow ups. It's being, it's very obnoxious and I don't care. I want to be the best one on the street. It's and, not Christmas until a fuse is blown. Yeah, it's, it's exact. Just, yeah, I can't do my blow dryer when the lights are on. Um, they, they're on the street breaker, but <laughs> Um, so to me, like, and each year we do it, it's just kind of like an homage to my dad, you know, now that he's not here. But I remember he won like a, a contest at the radio station, <laughs> he won $100 from Cassidy and Point Five. He made this whole like display and it looked like a boom box and he had all the lights. And oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, so. I love that story. Yeah, that's my thing. Lights are our thing. There you go. <laughs> my, um, my tradition that I got from my mother which she was very, she, my mother was very clever. And she always had the rule that we could not decorate for Christmas until we cleaned the house. So that unfortunately for my children has carried on that the house has to be clean, but it makes in her defense and my defense, it does make sense. You don't want to decorate it as a house. So that is something that I have always clung to throughout the years. And I said, I was yeah, going to be feels short. Good. It feels good to start fresh. Yes. Yes. And then it gets all messy again, but it's still, you're not messed on top of them. <laughs> exactly. All right, next question, Jackie. Do you ever peek at your gifts or do you like to be surprised? Oh, I like to be surprised. Do not tell me. Do not give me hints. I don't want to know a thing. Same. I don't, I don't, I don't get a lot of gifts, so to me, don't, if I get any, it's, don't ruin it. <laughs> same, same, same. I, I know I've told you this story a long time ago, but um, one year my brother and I did sneak around and we, we found our presents and guess what? They were not underneath the tree. My mother returned them and it scarred oh. me deep, girl. It oh, scarred man. me. So you could have all of my presents on the table with just a little thin sheet over top of them and I will not peek. I will not peek. Yep. Nope. nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, all right, Jackie, next question. What's your dream place to visit for the holidays? Well, I, I was thinking about this. There's nowhere I really want to ever go on Christmas except home. I'm, oh, I, oh yeah. Let's how, how about we say during the holiday season? Holiday season. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. And I'm not knocking it, but I just want to be home. Um, so I, I, Disney, I know it's cliche. I do love Disney. Oh, the Christmas party. So beautiful. And maybe one year I'd like to go to New York again and try it again. We, when we went, it was so cold and it wasn't as enjoyable. I would like to take my kids, I guess, to New York City during the holiday. What about you? That would definitely be on my list to see, you know, the Rockefeller Center and to ice skate, even though I can't ice skate. But I think that would just be so romantic. And But I know walking around, I would not be as relaxed as the New Yorkers. I would be freezing. So Yeah, um, that's what happened. And the other thing... We, me and my mom went once we did like a bus trip and you couldn't even get near the tree. Like, I think what we see on TV is different than reality. We couldn't get near the ice rink. Like it just wasn't this like festive thing, but again, it was unseasonably extra cold. So it, it made it a little rough. Plus it was the first week and the tree was up. So always keep ah. very busy. There's also um, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I went for a book signing there and uh, they have like this really charming main street. It's so picturesque and they have like this great bookstore and all these restaurants and it's beautiful. They have like these great um, festivals too around the holidays. I would love to take Bob there because he'd be all over that. So one of these years we'll do that. 
All right, Jackie, I, I have to add this question because we do have a running podcast, but have you ever or will you ever run on Christmas? I'm trying to think if I ever have. I don't think so. Just because I, I actually have to work on Christmas. That's so depressing, isn't it? Um, so between that and that, but I have run on Christmas Eve, but I don't think I have on Christmas. I, I don't know if I would either. No. Probably not. Christmas Day is now. No yeah. running on Christmas Day. If I, if, I, I was, if I had the luxury of having off, I definitely wouldn't be out there running. No. I run on Christmas Eve in the morning before we go to Maggie's and then no running Christmas Day and no running the day after because that is my national lazy day. I don't shower. <laughs> I wear pajamas all day long. I don't do any work. We just watch Christmas music and movies and nap. And I'm usually at a water park stuck in a snowstorm. That's ah. in our church. <laughs> it seems to snow a lot in Erie, PA the day after Christmas. <laughs> All right, Jackie, All this right. one this one is kind of a dumb question to ask you because you were a Buffalo gal, but have you ever had a white Christmas? <laughs> yeah, plenty. But we've had plenty of non-white Christmases. It kind of seems weird when we don't have one, a white Christmas. What about you? We had one where the one thing that I did not like when we had young kids is hauling them away from their presence and going to visit all these different places. And it was always so exhausting. But you had to like, especially if you come from divorced parents, you had to visit everybody and then Bob's parents and everything. And one year we had like this really huge blizzard and travel was not in the, in the you couldn't go anywhere. And it was actually one of our best Christmas because we were sequestered in the house. And it was just, it was lovely. It was just fantastic. So Anyway, um, what is your favorite holiday cookie, treat, dessert, or all of the above? I just like traditional sugar cookies with frosting and sprinkles, lots of sprinkles. Nice, nice. Now, do you make them from scratch or do you buy the rollout ones? <laughs> <laughs> we make to scratch. One, one tradition we do, I should have mentioned, and I'm sorry to cut off, is um, my friend Tanya and I, when our kids were little, and my mom, and Shannon has done it a couple years, we decide every year we're going to have a cookie day where they all come over and we all make cook Christmas cookies. And this started when the kids were babies. So the cookies back then were like hideous. Aww. And we make, yeah, they were like, just, um, they really weren't. <laughs> the kid, they would be licking them. It was really bad. But we said we are going to do this until they're old and they're teenagers and they want to bring their girlfriends to the house. And it's weird because um, they're teenagers now. And we've, we've been doing it, I think, since I moved in the house in 2005. So that's been a fun tradition. That's awesome. Now, do you, uh, do you rotate houses? Do you have it at one location? Or? No, I think we always just do my houses. Um, my house, because <laughs> my house is like kind of the one where everyone's comfortable making a mess, I think, and ah. feeling bad about it. And not in a bad way, but we just kind of always done it here. Um, I think maybe because I had the three kids, it was harder. And um, she always just, she felt more comfortable coming here than doing it at her house. So which Never I'm happy house. About. when do you do it? Like how soon before well, Christmas? I know it's weird because some years we've done early last year, I think it was pretty late. I'm going to have to actually, I'm like, I have to message her and find out when are we going to do it? Like time's just going really fast this year. So basically whenever we can, um, her kids are in sports. So we always, it's a little tricky, you know, we used to do it on the weekends and now as they've gotten older, we'll do it on a week, you know, after school, just because we got it. We are like, we have to do it. Right. So, and we just do the rollout sugar, you know, cut out, cut out cookies. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're not big oh, cookie yeah. people, although this year I am doing something new. I'm making cookies and putting them in the little gift bags to give out to people, like Postman and FedEx guy. And we have Keurig. So the one guy like late at night, he like delivered like at 830. And 
I'm like, I ran out, like, do you want some coffee? And he was like, oh, no. Like, he was saying no to be polite, but also he's like, oh, yeah, I would love some coffee. Uh, so I made him hot coffee and gave him some Hershey Kisses. But anyway, um, Bob and I do cheesecakes. We make mini cheesecakes. Oh. And that is a tradition, too, that, you know, once a year, Bob and I will make cheesecakes. And we give out to um, businesses and, and contractors that we deal with throughout the year. And our, both of our fridges are absolutely full. It takes us all it? day. Usually uh, we like to do that like the week before Christmas. It depends. Like if Christmas falls on a, a Friday, we like to deliver on Monday. So okay. we don't want to deliver right before they're leaving for the holidays or anything. Um, but people, this has become very well known in our area. People are expecting them. He gets people asking him in July, you're going to do, you're going to do cheesecakes again, right? Uh, right, right? And then the next morning. Do you um, a secret recipe? Oh no. It's, it's like oh. the simplest recipe ever. It's two blocks of cream cheese, half cup of sugar, teaspoon of vanilla and two eggs and then you just top it with cherry cheese uh, cherry pie filling it's so simple it just tastes so good and then the next morning we'll spend like the entire morning delivering and then we go out for breakfast like a late breakfast yeah. so yeah that's, that's like so a, our favorite treat and our favorite tradition just for the two of us um give me a second i got lost uh where am i at hold on okay all right, ready, all right. All right, so Jackie, for the next question, I did not send you this because I want to see if you could do it without thinking about it. Jackie, can you name all of Santa's reindeer? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. You did that, that was Gene Autry. That was Gene Autry, right? You, you know, know Dasher and Dancer <laughs> and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall? <laughs> The most famous, after Santa was mean to him, reindeer of all. <laughs> that's so funny, because that's how I, the only way I can remember it, you did that exact same order. As I did it, though, I was like, oh, I did it. <laughs> very, very good job. All right, so I am down to my last question. Jackie, do you have anything that you would like to ask me? Or oh, anything that you would like to do? Putting you on the spot here. <laughs> I'm gonna sip my sip my tea and my little snowman. Coffee. Do you have a favorite ornament? Mm, good one. I do. I have this Santa that I had since I was a little girl, and he's very deformed and very scary looking. <laughs> but he I always. Swear, what were they thinking back then? My mom had the most hideous ornament. It is so gross. Well, actually, I have like, that's a good question because my I still have a book from, I think it was like the 60s or 50s, the Good Housekeeping book for Christmas decorations. And they have like these little choir boy things that you make out like these large pickle uh, jar uh, jars where you make like the styrofoam head and you, you paint it like a, a, a nude oh color and you make choir boy baker hats out of felt. My mom and I made them when I was very little and then something happened to them and she actually surprised me. She made me a whole new set uh, of these little choir oh. boys from this very, very old, old book. So it's like my favorite. You're going to have to send me that. I should make that with you boy. I will. Well, I'm actually doing Vlogmas, but in a very casual way and I'll, I'll have to film a little bit about that. So okay. I'll put that in Yeah, there. I would love to do that. I'm like, I like homemade crafts, but not that we do them, but we used to. <laughs> yeah, it's, I I love my sister in law. We used to give each other every year for Christmas the Gooseberry Patch uh, books, and it's funny. It's we're so weird. I would give her the book, the latest book, because they came up with like I think fifteen. I would give her a book for 
her birthday in November. And then she would give me the very same book for Christmas. It was like this weird thing that we kept on going for like eight years and they stopped making them, but they're full of these glorious snacks and crafts and stuff that I will never do, but I love to look at the pictures, you know, yeah. they make for good pictures. All right. That was a good one. Good one. Anything else before I wrap up with the last one? No, I think that's good. That was a lot of pressure. And I was. Was you, you pulled that one out quite gracefully. It's like, like looking around my house going, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just love putting you on the spot. All right. Last question, Jackie, is how do you celebrate New Year's? And do you make any resolutions? Hmm. New Year's really isn't a big, working for the airline, um, it's never been a big holiday for us because we're, I'm either working New Year's Day at like 5 a.m. So I can't stay up or I'm usually working New Year's Day pretty late, depending on what shifts we do. So, um, no, I, I'm lucky if I make it to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I swear, I kind of do resolutions, but I think in the past few years, I'm always like, once marathon weekend's over. So like my resolutions start after marathon weekend yes. because I can't. I just, I can't focus. I usually got marathon on the brain and I'm just trying to get to that point. So for me, it's like when I, when I get back, this is going to happen. <laughs> oh, well for us, same thing. Bob and I are lucky if we make it uh, past midnight, we, have, we usually set alarms that we can at least watch the ball drop on the TV. But instead, like we've always, for many years, we've gone with Brock and Cooper, my dad and my, uh, my nephews and my brother and his wife Jenny, uh, we all go bowling. So we'll go like, oh, like actually, I've yeah. done that two, two years. I did that. that yeah, fun. isn't that fun? We go like at four yeah. o'clock when the um the bowling alley opens and uh, really great cheap food and cheap yeah. beer. Ours yeah. actually, they did it. Um, we took the kids. I forgot we did that like two years in a row, and they did a countdown at like ten or nine. So that the kids can oh, do that's it. That's nice. That's yeah, nice. So they, they were like, all right, we're going to do our countdown. It was nine. We all kind of had hats and noisemakers. Kind of got to do all that, but at a reasonable hour. Yeah, that's lovely. We, we do that. Well, especially now when the boys get older, they want to go out with their friends and they have their own plans for New Year's. We can accommodate them. And then Bob and I will come back and he likes to buy like those shrimp rings that oh, I'm, yeah. always, I'm always worried it's going to make me sick, but he'll buy like five of them and then he'll just sit there and eat his body weight in shrimp <laughs> and then pass out on the sofa. Um, but yeah, that's our, our lovely little tradition. Um, as far as resolutions, I did, I'm bringing this up for a reason because you and I had a chat about something I did. I do. And we're going to talk about this in um, a later show about our 2019, doesn't it say, sound weird? <laughs> 2019 goals and our running plans. But um, a few years ago, I decided to make like this bucket list of cool things that I want to do throughout the year. And I'm not, I'm not talking anything major like jumping out of an airplane because that, that ain't never going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't care how big the metal is. Not going to happen. But I'm talking about things like um, reading a book in one sitting, taking my dad out to lunch, um, going to the bookstore with Bob, which is something that we love, but we don't take time to do. Just small things that are easily done, but you don't always take the time to do because you're just so busy, busy, busy all the time. So I'm making a list of things like hiking. Oh my God, I love to hike. I have not gone hiking in about five years. So and we, we kind of chatted about that. We might yeah. do a hashtag. We might do a thing, but. Yeah, I know I got to get some ideas. So anyone listening? So much more motivated than me. Yeah. Once you really get into, I mean, small things like you know, taking yeah. your kids out for ice cream, you know, just 
just stuff like that. So anyone listening would like to join and keep that in the back of your mind. We'll have more details coming. So Jackie, I have no idea how long we've been chatting. I'm I'm sure it's been a long time. It's probably gonna be a long show. (laughs) So I'm going to quickly wrap it up um, by saying that on behalf of Jackie and myself, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate all the support. If you have a second, please subscribe, rate, and review um, our podcast as it does help us grow. Check us out over on Facebook, the Joyful Miles Running Club. Really fun atmosphere. Um, And to keep this quick, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Have a joyful day. And what else, Jackie? Joyful Miles. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Oh, man, that would have been perfect. I'll have to see if I can find like some type of sound effect. Yeah. It's going to go right here.